0: This is Thumbs of Fury with Mark, Dave, and Dustin. The brave men who dare to punch pop culture right where it hurts. Your heart
1: and your mind. This is the last fight for the Thumbs of Fury, and there are four TV series to massacre. The Wire Season 5, The Shield Season 6, Dexter Season 2, and Avatar Book 3. Thank God this failed bit is over. Are you ready?
2: It's Thumb time.
1: My favorite (laughs) bitch.
2: I need to add that to one of my top five favorite songs. You love it that much? No, I'm just joking. I do like it a lot, though.
0: Maybe we can uh, just keep that on as a bit we do during Break Room.
1: That would be uh, Danko Jones, for anyone who's interested. A Brit rock band. Hmm. But, welcome to Thumbs of Fury 17, the very, 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 very last episode. Unless we ever bring Of, it of this back. show.
0: Last standalone episode.
1: Well, we might have a reunion special. Been been Dave. in the future when we try to reunite the cast, but I'm sure Dave will uh, hold out for more money. But
2: I would like to send out a very insincere apology to Stefan for not warning him that we went off the family-friendly um, format on the last one. It, no, it's really sincere. I was just joking. I am sorry, Stefan. Please forgive me.
1: All right. I almost sure he a, that. I
0: almost hit a drop, but I won't...
1: I'm not sure he speaks English anymore, so I don't know that uh, he really understands oh. what's going on. Shmergen. The right. There we go. Yeah, it's pretty much, that. It's pretty much all bergen, it's pretty much a smurgen, burgen, during
0: I'd say if we do this anymore, which is just a bit inside of the break room if we do any more reviews.
1: I think so. Are we gonna know, call, we'll call it call thumbs? It, we could call it why the not? thumbs of fury inside of the
0: break room, why not? Yeah. It just won't be okay. regular.
1: Well it's instead of becoming Well, it's not a it's not a spin off. It's more it's spinning into the break room. It's a spin in. We're doing a hostile takeover. Right.
0: It's like starting out live. The, the hostly taking it over.
1: Where Wayne's World came out, except we're going back in. So, hopefully it'll get better. And go I, in. I doubt it. But, Ble- uh, anyways. Ble- so, what do you guys want to tackle first? The Shield, Dexter, or The Wire Season 5? I'm
2: good for any of them.
1: Well, I say, let's take on The Wire Season 5. Ugh.
2: And Dustin Gleason. You're getting a little sloppy.
1: Did they meet in the same lot they've used twice in the last week? The one on McCullough? Mm Mm-hmm. That's pretty thin considering how long we've been on these guys, Lester. Mm. They're gonna get lazy. Fall into a pattern. They all do over time. Someone say overtime? Seriously, we did 14 hours today. We're only gonna get paid for eight. Cases gotta go green before they go black. That's how I was taught.
0: 180 hours and counting.
1: A couple of more weeks and you're gonna have a month's work.
0: More weeks
2: Being in jail for late payment of child support.
1: You need to taste. She me. I'll cover <laughs> a round or two. Yeah, I guess I'm drinking a round or two. So I suppose, you know, it's I just thought about this, but it's appropriate. We're closing out three series on this show as we conclude Thumbs of Fury. It's Almost as epic of a finale as. I I've so. Used so, painting in. <laughs> so this is the Wire season five. Is the show that Dave introduced me to. You're um, welcome.
2: I re- You're welcome.
1: Interestingly enough, I'm the only one that has actually seen the season, uh, because Dave. I've been waiting for the DVDs to come out of man. time. That's but I
2: watch it. That's <laughs> <fine>. <laughs> I can't afford the HBO Look, like you.
1: I'm sure HBO would prefer you to watch it this way. Uh, as to as opposed to pirating, as I ran into one time.
0: I don't pirate it. I've always watched this one. Are, are you saying you pirated
1: this one? Not this one, no. Oh, okay. But a certain show at a certain point in the past, but I got a cease and desist for.
2: I've always watched The Wire legally. Good for you. And you're welcome for letting I know. me introduce you to such a wonderful show.
1: And I do appreciate it, because this concludes five seasons of greatness. And that
2: scene pretty much
1: wraps up a scene that's in every single season.
2: Yeah. The let's, let's talk the about it, let's say they're going to be stupid to mess up, and let's go get a drink. Right. Good point. There's that scene in almost every season.
1: So The the Wire, if we haven't talked about it enough in the past, uh, focuses on the city of Baltimore. Each season uh, focuses on a different aspect of the city. Season 1 was drugs. Season 2 was the ports. Season 3 was city government. Season 4 was the schools. And this final season uh, focused on the print news media, specifically the Baltimore Sun. Um, at the same time though it's not like every season every season has a standalone story and then every but every season connects heavily are you serious? um, yes the running theme starts in season 1 with the drug trade and their whole goal throughout the the series has been to take down a a couple of drug runners uh, in Baltimore both, both in east and west Baltimore oh that's not cool so this season focuses on uh, or brings this focus back to Jimmy McNulty, who is the main character played by Dominic West and after last season where he cleaned himself up and uh, was no longer a drunkard and was just enjoying being a beat cop at, that, at the end of that season he came back and has rejoined the homicide squad and, and major crimes and uh, as a result he is now going off the deep end once again uh, as he tries to prove that he's smarter than everyone else <laughs> so Mark, what did you think of it? Huh. Well, Mark, I actually thought this was quite the good season. I actually? think Dustin he asked me the other good. day how I would rank the seasons, and that's a very difficult thing to do. This one gets, gets a lot of props just because it wraps things up, and it does so very satisfactorily. Are we so we, we, It's no Deadwood. It's not a Deadwood. We don't get screwed over by David Milch or in this case David Simon. Um you get a, you get a nice bow on the series. Uh I don't know, a the happy p- ending. The, uh, it, yeah, it's an ending. I'm not going to say whether Man. it's happy or sad. It's an ending I mean, and it's a very complete ending. I meant like a happy ending. This is family friendly, sir. <laughs> Maybe that's okay for families in Sweden, <laughs> but not here.
2: I believe the Swedish are good at happy endings. That's
1: they do bring <laughs> smiles to many children's faces. They like to sing songs yes. and give them sweets. Now uh,
0: it's all the I w- chocolate, they enjoy it.
1: <laughs> for me, season two remains my favorite, which was the ports. Um but this is a very, very good season. The all the actors that were that appeared throughout the season, with the exception of the R. Nelson. Um, they appear at least once in this season. Was he in that? Paul R. Nelson, yeah. He was in the very first season. Uh, he slowly built up. I
2: I haven't seen the season yet, but I would say my favorites are probably season one and then uh, the season where they do the legalizing drugs.
1: That was season three, with the, I think, with the city bureaucracy. Yeah, because season four was the schools. Yeah, so that was season three. Um, but every character that has ever appeared just about gets some sort of story conclusion. Throughout the season, and it's it's great. It's a great thing to see, and I have Holly to say Hornbeak. this this is one of my favorite series of all time.
0: <laughs> how did her story conclude?
1: <laughs> well, talk, I'm not going to spoil it for anybody. Holly Hornbeak.
0: She's a very minor character. You can spoil yeah, that exactly. One. She gets a happy ending. <laughs> uh,
1: she
2: gets that's all you need to know.
1: But I enjoyed it. It was it's amazing the stories that they they wove throughout the series and how they tied them up very neatly uh, with. No hanging details really. Um it was it was great. I Woo! I give Woo! a flaming thumbs up on this on this season and especially the series. It's a great series and our anybody. The season and
0: especially the series?
1: Especially the series, yes. Okay. Um it's a great series, Is one of the, the most part of the series? We're not reviewing the season, sir.
2: We're reviewing the season. We're reviewing season
1: five. Sir. I mean we're not reviewing the series, sir. Well, I'm i I'm still giving my opinion of the series. <laughs> Um, How can you like
0: the series more than the seasons?
1: <laughs> it's the still seasons make the series. It's still below He's
2: the sh- this season alone. Gets
1: a yeah. thumb up. Yes, the and the series gets also gets a oh, thumb up. Okay. Thumb. Uh, I have to say I this show now. still falls below the shield for me. Oh and,
2: see, I have to disagree.
1: Um, for a couple of reasons. While they both they both have a lot of similarities, obviously they both focus on cops. Um, they both have very complex stories. Both bring back stories from past seasons. Very much later. And both tend to tie things up quite nicely. But I think The Shield, if you enjoy Hmm. drama, um, where The Wire concentrates on details better, I think, The Shield knows how to play dramatic points a little bit better, I think. And The Wire is much more subtle. And you know,
0: another, just talking about series that we like, uh, The Sopranos... I, that would be one of my biggest criticisms is they didn't tie up hardly anything. Right. They left so many open or exactly. open
1: stories. Thumbs and, down on that finale.
0: Yeah, and The Shield, well, even beyond the finale, just season after season, they'll, season just leave, six. they'll leave stuff yeah, open. Yeah, that's true. that's true. So, I mean, it may be kind of minor, but it's still nice to have all that stuff tied up. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, in the first season of The Wire, obviously, and haven't gotten far enough. I've only seen the first season, but... It seemed like it was progressing that way, mm-hmm. and The Shield, through all six seasons, has done that. So right. I, that's, I'd probably put both of them maybe above Sopranos for that reason.
1: I think so. I, I agree. I used to love The Sopranos, I still do. Yeah. But The Wire, for me, has overshot The Sopranos. Sopranos is still like one quality. of my favorites,
0: but, yeah, I, I don't Char- like
2: all the loose ends. For me, the reason The Wire, I would say, edges out The Shield is there is not one single character on here, on any season of The Wire, that... That their acting throws me off.
1: So it throws... Well, I guess we the shield.
2: The I get thrown off by almost all the female characters on the entire show, okay. besides the one red-headed cop and then uh, CCH, CCH Pounder. Pounder. Every other female character on that show, I cannot stand their acting. Mm. Like, especially Vic's wife, she's awful, and Shane's wife is awful. <laughs> They're both terrible. I guess I don't pay... It, I do pay attention to acting. That's the, probably, I, I love both shows. I think The Wire was a little more addicting to me. I watched it, whenever I had the DVDs, I was watching yeah. them, like, one after the other, just yeah, for, you know, eight been, hours at a time, I've nine been hours at, at a time. Yeah,
1: I've been the same way. Yeah, I understand.
2: And I loved The Shield, too, but I didn't, I didn't get into it as much as I did The Wire. But I would say The Wire edges it out for me, because I love every single mm-hmm. character on that show. I love the acting.
1: Well, it it was one of the best series of its time. It's unfortunate that it didn't get the attention that it deserved, uh, but I applaud HBO for giving them the space that they needed to wrap up their story uh, in a very convincing manner and with a normal run of episodes.
0: So that's the good thing about... Well, that's a way you can tell a really good series, too, and that's a good thing about watching them in DVD format is if you want to sit there and watch them over and over and right. over again. Take 24, for example. I can go several weeks or months between episodes and i'm okay with that yeah with the shield i couldn't do that with the wire i couldn't do that with heroes i couldn't do that yeah but uh,
2: i don't know i think that's a really good sign
0: of a a good series
1: and for me dexter i couldn't do that yeah
0: i haven't Uh, started that yet to
2: know i had to watch dexter like as soon as i was done with it i was watching the next episode i had to
1: how interesting that we're talking about all three shows on the final episode of thumbs you were like
0: that
2: with heroes weren't you yeah pretty much okay but uh so thumbs up on this you were series. season one i was season two i haven't not watched a strong. Season two yet so yeah not as strong in my opinion but still good yeah but just not quite as strong
1: well this uh this series i recommend anyone out there that likes um cop shows and if you like a mix of procedural what i will say about the show is it, it does a good job of mixing procedural with characterization and not many shows can do that csi does not do that and it this is not CSI. It's it's a more analogous. It's not NYPD Blue. You're right. It's it's more like Murder One. It's, it's not high like
2: high dra- It's not high high action.
1: It's not high drama not either. The Sh- well, no, but like no.
2: the Shield has more gunfights. That's true. Beating people up, and this it's, is a lot less of that. A lot more. No, it's more detective cerebral. work. Yeah. The thing that impressed me about The Wire,
0: at least season one, I'm sure the other ones are the same, is that. It didn't have like twenty-four heroes or the shield, some crazy dramatic ending to the episode that really made you want to see the next one. It was just naturally the progression of the story naturally made you
1: want to do that, right? Which was pretty cool. And unfortunately, I don't think everyone feeds on series like that, which is maybe why I didn't get this the attention it deserved. It's just
0: like The Office, like people were talking. Like I heard people talking about it the other day that it's just it's one of those more cerebral, smarter shows, yeah. and a lot. The rest of development, same thing. Exactly. So smarter Scrubs. good shows, people just get beat down with. and
1: Because America is stupid.
0: Yeah, they don't like to have to sit there and think about stuff. Right. And it's worth your time sometimes. That's Even why people, for TV, some of these shows, it's worth it.
1: That's why people watch Two and a Half Men and crap like that. Yeah. Um, let me comment real quick on the features, which I didn't do. Um, there's not, which is typical with cable shows, there's not much in the way of special features. There are commentaries, which is nice.
0: Are the commentaries awful, like the Sopranos commentaries? Um,
1: I'm going to say, I actually didn't listen to them, so oh, I can't okay. say. Um, but yes, the Sopranos ones are terrible. But I did watch the others, and there's two uh, featurettes on here, each of which, I want to say one is 20 minutes and one is 30. One focuses on the arc of the series and how it progressed and the decisions they made, which is, is really nice to see. And you'd see every actor talk about their character and other characters, and really going to depth. It's a really nice um, uh, portrayal of the piece and a really nice uh, nod to it. The other one is The Wire, The Last Word, which focuses on Season 5 and and the news media and how it compares with the way it used to be and the story that they tell in this. Because one of the vital stories um, as part of the news media is uh, plagiarism and how do you deal with plagiarism in the newsroom uh, just to make a story and just to get on the front page. So... It's a really interesting piece because apparently which I didn't notice before, but uh, one of the or the two of the executive producers, one was a Baltimore cop, one was a Baltimore newsman, and uh, so they obviously influenced the show quite a bit. But cool. uh, so flaming thumbs up, uh, flaming thumbs up, yes. On or is the it like a mutated crazy? Well, thumb? I'll say this on the DVD, thumbs up. On the season, flaming thumbs up. On the series, way flaming thumbs up. Mutated Torch, thumbs up. Mutated. Mutated yes. lightning. <laughs> right. Can you do uh, Dexter next? Uh, so let's talk about Dexter Season 2 One of our other favorite series You get to a point in your life When you think you know everything about yourself And just then you question it all Am I a good person doing bad things Or a bad person doing good things When you wear a mask for so long It gets hard to tell the difference My name's Dexter And I kill people Bad people People who deserve it but all the people who know that are dead. Most people think I'm a great guy, the perfect boyfriend, a caring brother, because people see what they want to see. But nobody knows what I really am. I always thought I knew what I was, but now I'm not so sure. Am I a hero because of what I do? Or in spite of it? Am I good? Or am I just really good? So this is the uh, follow-up season to the stellar first season of Dexter based on the Dexter book series um, starring Michael C. Hall as Dexter Morgan Stern, the uh, serial killer who uh, only kills other bad people. And he lives by the code of his father, uh, who was a cop who realized his son was was a uh, sociopath and a psychopath, I guess. And uh, turned him to the ways of good, and he works as a blood spatter analyst in the Miami PD. So, the second season um, picks up some unexplained time after the first. Yeah, but not long after. Not long after, no. Um, long enough for apparently the actor that plays the kid Cody to change completely into another actor. But... Uh, it focuses on once again, Dexter is now trying to find himself after the events of season one. I don't know if we really want to talk about what happened during season one because uh, it could spoil it for some, some people, uh, but let's suffice it to say there were some very tragic things about in season one that happened, and uh, Dexter now finds himself unable to kill, and he has to find a way to satisfy that urge because he just can't uh, get it up for killing anymore. So, he along the way, he finds a girlfriend who um, is a sociopath like himself, and he, he enjoys it for a while. Um, he deals with issues with his girlfriend, played by uh, Julie Benz, as usual, uh, and dealing with what he did uh, for her in season one. So, Dave, since I've talked quite a bit, what did you think of Dexter's season two?
2: I personally loved it. I thought it was right up there with season one. It- I had the same feel, the same intensity. I love, I love the guy that plays Dexter. He's great, and I like all the characters on the show. I like mm-hmm. the different detectives and the other, the other crime scene guy. I really like it's hilarious. Dokes always cracks me up. Dokes is just great. such an a hole. Um, I liked the storyline. I like where they took it. I heard some people complaining that it wasn't quite as good as the first season. I thought it was just as good. Maybe not as good since it wasn't brand new to you, you know, mm-hmm. and it was, you knew what to expect, but I really enjoyed every episode. It was another one of those shows I just watched over, just straight through pretty much hour after hour. Right. I, it's, it's hard to talk about without getting, giving anything away, Yeah. but I would recommend to anybody.
1: How's that for a generic review? <laughs> That's. <laughs> it's very good. Um, you know, personally, I watched season one as it aired. I watched season two on DVD. Or um, on demand a couple of months ago. You know, and in comparison, Dexter season one was such a stellar season for a show. Uh, it was possibly one of the the best launches, other than The Shield season one, that a show could have. I mean, it was just great. It It was very moody. It was... It was a great premise. Um, but I have to say, I didn't like season two as much as season one. That's not to say it was bad. Uh, it just was not up to season one standards. And part of that has to do with, uh, for me, the girlfriend that he picks up. Um, this really weird-faced girl who I guess you're supposed to think is hot, but looks kind of... She looks like Kira Knightley, I guess, Man. kind of. She's got a real trap-jaw look to her. Um she annoyed the, the crap out of me. She was just, I don't know, I wish they really would not have picked that actress to take on that role. Um, for those of you who have seen the season, the monumental event that happens towards the end to one of the main characters, um, I thought that was jumping the shark for the show. I thought it was too much. I thought, I, can, I understand why it happened, but I think it happened too early. Yeah. And maybe it was a little too convenient at times. Uh, especially how the, the plot resolves itself, I think, was way too convenient. Uh, but Michael C. Hall was great as usual. Um, the writing was good. Didn't that feature Oprah's vagina? I just wish they would made some different choices. Um, yeah, my
2: one complaint is that with the storyline of him not being able to do his normal thing, yeah, it meant there wasn't as much of that in the series in general this season. Right. And so I thought that was a little disappointing. I like to see the different ways he gets away with it and gets... Yeah. rid of the bodies and stuff and so there was a lot less of that which was kind of disappointing
1: so how did you like one of the major complaints i've heard about the show is his sister uh what did you think about his sister this season who is recovering from last season's events in her own way the show sucks she's now I, living with that I, I
2: liked her better this season than last season last season she annoyed me more than this i, season. I agree completely she this was, season, she seemed a little more normal
1: a little more complete a little more uh a little less annoying yeah i agree i agree and and she to me she acts the way she should for what happened um in season one, so I think we have done an excellent job of not spoiling this season for people, but um so what do you give the season um what kind of thumb do you give it?
2: I give the season a flaming thumb up I loved it overall flaming. so far so far the series gets a flaming thumb up for me too
1: fair enough well i I have to give the season a thumb up, not a flaming thumb up. It's still a good show. It's still an excellent excellently acted show. Excellently. Excellent. This is Showtime, right? It is Showtime. Right. Um it's still a a well acted show. Um but yeah, definitely just a thumb up because it's it to me it does not approach season 1. Is it
2: just me or is HBO slipping a little bit and Showtime's kind of taking the lead for a little while right okay. now? Okay,
1: Showtime is really just kicking all kinds of butt. I mean, you, you got Dexter, you got Weeds, you've got Brotherhood, which is also an excellent show. I recommend to anyone if you enjoy mobsters. Uh, Californication, which isn't bad. It's not my favorite series, but it's not bad. Tudors? Uh, Tutors, another good show. Um, and I want to say they've got something else coming out pretty soon. Hmm. Uh, although HBO has True Blood coming out this past Sunday uh, by the time you hear this. Is that the vampire Yeah, uh, the vampire uh, show.
0: Operation Kill is supposed to be good too, or whatever it's called. Uh, Generation yeah, Generation Kill it's not HBO. that awesome.
1: Yeah, I plan to catch that on demand on demand. I've heard it's not that
2: great. And really, it just doesn't interest me that much. HBO has also on top of that,
1: they've had a lot of series fail recently. What was this show that David Milch did after Deadwood? Big love. Uh, Not big love. um, John from Cincinnati. John from Cincinnati, which failed miserably. Uh, There was a counselor show like a psychoanalyst show, which the creators just said, eh, we got no more stories to tell after one season. Yeah. Tell me you love me, I think is what it was called. Hmm. Or Oh no, that would that one was cancelled. The the uh Psychoanalyst show I think was was the guy said we had nothing else to tell.
0: They still have Curb Your Enthusiasm too.
1: They have Curb which I'm starting that, to think- are there still new seasons of that coming and out? One more season. Oh well, I yeah. thought that was done a long time ago. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, I that's thought that still was a over a show. long time
0: ago. That's a great show.
1: We'll see how true blood does. you know, I I have high hopes for it, but HBO's really falling down. Uh
0: They've fallen from the Wire, Shield, Sex and the City, yeah. Deadwood, all those shows days. The Shield, I think you said that on accident. Did I? So the Wire? Oh, did I say the Shield? Yeah. I meant The Sopranos. But uh, Showtime is
1: I'll the, forgive you. Sh- uh, Showtime is the new butt kicker in the cable arena. Um, and they used to suck, they and used they did everything
0: but Red Shoe Diaries, right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> starring David from California. Exactly. Uh, so as far as the DVD goes. Um, I have some complaints and and this goes back to the normal cable DVD special feature. Whereas Soprano's DVDs hardly ever have any special features. Uh, Dexter is the exact same way. Uh, you really don't get anything as special features except you get two episodes of brotherhood. And supposedly there's an interview with Michael C hall via EBridge technology. I don't know what that means. I couldn't get it to work. Uh, it's not put it on there. It's not on the DVD. (laughs) Um, So I don't know how to get to it, so I can't comment on it. Uh, Girls love it, and you can also see the first two episodes uh, from the Tudors season two and Californication season one. Um, But I don't really count those. It's there's nothing Mm. adhering to the show or promoting to the show. That's just promoting the network. So thumbs down on the DVD. Thumbs up on the season. But yeah, it's a very disappointing DVD package. So uh, Shield season six.
0: Not to say, just talking about HBO, though, Curb Enthusiasm's Enthusiasm is like one of the funniest shows I've yeah. seen forever. Boy,
1: I try to convince you that forever. You're like, oh, I'll get to it eventually.
0: all of season six in a day.
1: The only episode of that I didn't like is Where He Goes to Heaven.
0: That was the previous season. That yeah, wasn't the last I, season. I
1: didn't like that season. Oh, you like mean the episode. whole series. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's the only, yeah, only, I only one that. I can think of that I didn't like. One
2: of my biggest complaints of any of these DVDs is that they need to have an alternate play. Where you don't have to watch the what happened on the last episode segment before yeah, the credits. That's true. That freaking uh, oh my well, god! You that know is what? annoying. Especially if you're watching them one after another, mm-hmm. then you got to fast forward. They're like five minutes. And usually, of stuff it's not, not the just watch. F-
0: usually, it's not the f- or at least make the thing when you skip it go directly after yes. that. Usually, don't it's
1: like go past like that three minutes into the show. Yeah. Well, that that's the problem I have with the wire is. Uh, they don't. None of the HBO DVDs, as far as I know, do the previously as part of the main episode that you watch, but... You can't get past the intros? The title sequence. Yeah. If you hit skip, it doesn't go to the first scene like other DVDs do, so you have to fast-forward to the title sequence because you've got the opening scene, then the title sequence, then the next scene. Yep. It should skip wing, to the next scene. The West scene.
2: Wing is really annoying because it's... It's ridiculous. The previously on title play some of the show, then opening credits, then the rest of the show. Uh, it's really annoying. Disgusting.
1: Learn how to package they your DVDs, You need to folks. have a
2: play, none of the credits and none of the yeah. last show stuff and just I, be able to watch it straight through. That'd just, be awesome. Just give, it, just
1: set your scenes appropriately. That's all I ask. I don't even need those options. I just need the scenes set appropriately.
0: How, how does West Wing compare to these other shows? It's
2: okay. It's not amazing. Not as good as it's these?
1: Entertaining. It's entertaining. It's... Season
2: 1 will get you addicted to it, and then the same... It's pretty consistent, so you kind of can slow down on the rest of the seasons. Oh, cause I gotcha. It stays about the same. It's like 24. Once you've seen one season, you pretty much know what <laughs> you're going to expect does for the rest does, of does it. something monumental happen at the top of every hour? <laughs> no, they, they actually close out storylines. That's one good thing, is you don't have to... There's like some, you can start
0: season 3 and it's all right?
2: Yeah, there's an arc that's going on through the whole season, but each episode has... Sub stories that they actually close out, so uh, okay. you get some closure with each episode.
0: But, like, if I picked up season three, would I be lost?
2: Should no, because they have the previously on and they tell you all the important stuff you need uh, to know for that all right, episode. Okay. All right, just wondered. Cool, there's a surprise West Wing review. <laughs> yeah, it's better than I thought it would be. I didn't think I'd be into it at all, I yeah. didn't think it would interest me one bit, but it's pretty good. I'm watching season three and I'm about halfway through.
1: See, Aaron Sorkin kind of beats me a little bit. But anyways. It's
0: fast talk. It is very fast talk. It's not
1: as bad as Gilmore Girls, but it is fast talk. I don't mind the fast talk. What I don't like about Aaron Sorkin is his insistence, along with David E. Kelly, of I have to inject my politics, and I know this is a political show, but I have to inject my overreactive politics into every freaking script. Like I said before,
2: if you're a Republican, you're probably not going to like the West Wing, because it's very... If you're a conservative Republican. If you're middle of the uh, road, you're not going to like it. It's very, very liberal. It is very liberal. And but, that's one of the reasons I can stomach the fact that it goes off so much is because I agree with almost everything they say. But
1: Studio 60, he didn't need that, right? Yeah. The, the pilot was an excellent pilot for Studio 60, and yet he insisted as the show went on more and more political BS that we didn't yeah, like need. the stupid it, Army one. Yes, and well, it brought the show down.
0: That was... I mean, that was stupid for David E. Kelly in the practice, too, the practice, the practice didn't start off with anything no. like that. It was a struggling law firm trying to take good cases. Excellent and, first season. I evening. guess you could quote-unquote say it had a liberal slant, but it didn't bother me at all. No. It wasn't in your face. And it wasn't... I just don't want all that... Yeah, exactly. The West Wing want, like, is very beating.
2: liberal, and it's very in your face. Yeah. yeah. I like it because it's... I kind of like having that yeah. to watch, but I can understand why people would say it's too political. Yeah. I can definitely, I mean, easily understand that. Alright. There's a surprise uh,
1: review of several shows. And Aaron, we, we got to close Sorkin, it out here. Any personage. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, let's tackle The Shield, season six. The next to last season.
0: Is it? The Shield. No, okay. That was uh, Sons of Anarchy.
1: <laughs> let's talk about that. What's up with that Breaker? I taped it. I haven't watched it yet. Alright, so. We don't really have a clip long. for it. We don't have a clip, so all we have is the opening song. Uh, this is uh, season six. Really, it's, it's also the closing song. It's uh, true. Good point. It's also really season 5.5 5 because they filmed the seasons together. Roughly, they took a very short break. Uh, and then FX decided to split season five and 5.5 5 into two complete seasons. It's only 10 episodes, yeah, right? it's only 10 episodes. It's only 10 episodes, exactly. <laughs> is it only 10 episodes? It's only 10 episodes. So, uh, you get you pick up from Season 5, which, boy, this is going to be hard not to, to spoil. There's a major event in Season There's 5. There's a huge event in Season 5 that it's devastates the entire strike team, which the strike team is, is the... It's um,
2: already strained. Right.
1: Yeah. Uh, they're like a SWAT-like team um, that works in the Farmington branch of L.A., not a real uh, branch. Not a real, yeah. Not a real suburb. Uh, but
0: it appears to be very
1: real situations. Exactly. At least appears to be. It is filmed in Los Angeles, a real section of Los Angeles. Uh, it's about a team that basically is involved. They're like a major crimes unit in the wire, except it's more running and gunning. Uh, they're involved it's in drugs, murders, a lot of ga- mostly gang-related. Um, but they have a dark side. They're in, they're involved in uh, in many crimes um, that they perpetuate themselves over the seasons,
0: and it lets you in on that from the very first episode yes, of season does. one. You kind of get the feeling With what you're in for, and yeah, it's funny. This show does a good job of taking a guy that you really shouldn't be rooting for, and kind of rooting for him through a lot of the series.
1: And for me, that's why I like the show a little bit better than The Wire, which we talked about. It's because, a
0: bit, Well, in that way, it's kind of like The Sopranos, because really, you shouldn't be rooting right. for Tony Soprano either. And I like, you kind of do.
1: I'm a big fan of the anti-hero, yeah. and that's what we have in Vic Mackey, played by Michael Chiklis, the commish. Definitely uh, is deserved that, an Emmy. He, yes, he did. He is, uh, he is the definite anti-hero, and we have that <laughs> conflict.
0: And if you've seen The Commish, don't think that's what you're getting <laughs> no. with this.
1: No, no. But we have that conflict in the show, and I think that's what, for me, brings it up a little bit uh, more than the wire. It's hard
2: this season six that he wore the Thing outfit the whole time.
1: That is very weird. And it was just the fist, though. Yeah. (laughs) So, in season six, after the tragic event that happened in season five, uh, Shane, who is the horse-teethed partner of Vic, uh, has become, he starts to feel rather guilty about um, everything that happened. And He, has, he starts to become rather yeah. suicidal. Um, All at hope. the same time, Forrest Whitaker plays uh, Kavanaugh. Forrest uh, Whitaker is great. He by is. The way. Man, in season five, he is greatness. He's only in two episodes of season two. Season um, six. I'm sorry, right, season six. Um, but he is greatness. You're absolutely right. they've had just, some great actors.
0: Sorry, just a little side note. I've liked Glenn Close on this about as much as I've yeah. ever liked her in anything, too. She's the best her season best role four, ever. She was great.
1: Um, But Kavanaugh is an IED guy, and he's set to investigate the strike team. I love Forrest Whitaker in this, but his thin hair really freaks me out. (laughs) For me, it's his lazy eye. kind of freaks me out. His hair, his head just looks jacked up in this. I don't know what's wrong. I don't know. Um, but Claudette, who used to be a detective and used to be the partner of Dutch, is now the head of the barn, which is the, the precinct they work out of, what they call it. That
0: is a CCH Pounder we referred to
1: earlier. Right. And uh, all at the same time, uh, Shane finds himself getting involved with the Armenian mob who uh, the strike team ripped off in uh, Season 2.
0: End of Season 2, yeah. Uh,
1: so, he's kind of gotten in bed with them, and now the uh, strike team is having to deal with all of that. Um, and now... As we're uh as you hear this episode, the second episode of season 7 is about to air. Uh the first episode just aired and we'll be talking we talked about that, I should say, on the previous episode of the break run. And which we're covering week to week. I'm so confused. Uh yeah, this time jumping is very confusing. So, uh Dustin, what did you think of the SHIELD season six?
0: I thought, um well, this is one reason why I like the Shield, is because I thought this season could possibly be the best season of the series. And I thought that I've thought that almost every season I've thought as we've gone along, the current season is maybe the best of the series. Mm. So I, I love season six. I thought it was great. I thought, uh, the conclusion of Forrest Whitaker's character, as you said, he's only in two episodes. I thought that was great. I think Mackie found very interesting ways to get out of things in this season. As he always does. Uh, but it was even more interesting to me. Mm. I, um, I think uh, we should add, Benito by the way, Martinez, yeah. who plays uh, Aceveda. Uh, Who's the former
1: s- head of the barn, is now a uh, city councilman.
0: I think his character really kind of blossomed in this yeah. in this uh, particular season. I thought he did a really good job. Uh, it was just great. It kind of went back to the core cast and not a, not like a special edition of right. you know, a Glenn Close or Forrest Whitaker. And they did a really good job of it. Which
1: they got away from that when after Forrest Whitaker left after season two or uh, episode two.
0: Yeah. They they don't have any other big names yeah, coming in on it and
1: I mean there's there's Franca Potente, Potente or you say her name, who is well, not a huge actress, right? She's a big indie actress. Yeah, but you but, know what that, I mean. It's not a big name
0: right. to try to draw viewers. Right. And uh I I don't really have too many complaints about this season that I can even think about. Uh, maybe if you guys bring something up, I might have something, but off the top of my head, I thought it was really well done and got me really excited for this season and yeah just like every other season it's made me anxious to see the next
1: one which i should add one more detail it's, this season is that it's really coming close to where vic is being forced out of the uh out of the force yeah uh, by the end retirement. i think he has
0: three or four days
1: left he has three days left at the wow. end of the season uh forced retirement um so he's having to deal with that all right uh dave your thoughts um, on shield season six
2: i loved it just like i loved every season just like Dustin said, it keeps getting better. I don't know that there's a whole lot I can add to that, except for that it was good. Uh, like I said earlier, my only complaint are his wife and his pretty much his daughter, yeah. the older daughter, which might noise the world out of me. Which is Michael real Chiklis' daughter. Is yeah. real daughter. Oh, yeah, she's awful. Um, See, to me, with the fake oh, crying and the the sad face all the time oh my god it's bad his wife bothers me she's terrible i think and shane's wife is really bad i think too those are the only complaints i really have about the cast overall i think they're all really good i think they all play their characters well
0: those are those actresses do bring it down i agree with you but it's, I actually found them less annoying in this season than I have in previous seasons. They seemed less whiny to me. Uh,
2: maybe it's not enough to ruin it by yeah. any means, but it's one of the small complaints I have. No, is, I
0: understand what you mean. Oh, I, I just agree with can't
2: you. stand those people. I agree with you. They're the weak part. I'll let them um, talk a minute about the DVD. So I have it in front of me. We have a um, pretty cool cover. Got Michael Chiklis with Dead Shane hanging what? out the bottom. Uh, i'm
1: gonna have to bleep that out because oh, to sorry spoil that. that's and that's well,
2: not the right name anyway it's not <laughs> um but it, i have oh to say yeah. it is there you go <laughs> well, well just let them leave it in there and it'll be a surprise
1: it is a uh it's possibly the best cover they've done in promotional cool cover poster. the inside little covers little are a little goofy you got tender chickless and then even more tender chickless
2: <laughs> those are kind of goofy I yeah, yeah,
1: do like is awesome. this is the, the 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 series the season when the theme song was uh, Johnny Cash well Nine Inch Nails hurt well, but performed by Johnny Cash
0: basically if you don't want the big surprise from season five to be ruined do not look at the cover yeah. of season yes, six exactly
2: I do like that on the four disc set includes they have all ten season six episodes listed as one of the features <laughs> one of the features <laughs> I should hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I would think when I buy the season six DVD set, it has all the episodes in season six. <laughs> That's, That's crazy. <laughs> and it has says it has audio commentary on select episodes, thirty six deleted scenes, and special behind the scenes featurette. Well, the so three different special features, and then the one normal of which is the episodes. The fourth feature
1: is the actual episodes, which. <laughs> I don't really think it needs to be listed in the features. High five. I'll give them credit because this DVD falls right in line with the previous seasons as far as there's an abundance of deleted scenes if you're into that. Um, personally, I don't really care. They usually have one or uh, two
0: documentaries, at least one documentary on they every have season. Have
1: two special feature ads. Um, one of them uh, focuses on uh, Shane, well, really the entire Strike Team, but mostly on Shane and, and Chickless. And then the other one focuses on <laughs> I mean, <laughs>
0: TV name and real name. Yeah.
1: Shane and Vic, and the other one focuses on two directors that directed for the series, Frank Darabont and Paris Barclay. Uh, His real name is Dan Hunter. I have to say that really both features, they were both about a half hour, and they were both too long. I really don't need to know that much about directors that direct for a TV show. I don't mind a 15-minute, 10-minute feature feature add-on, but as a casual viewer, a not-hardcore film nerd... I don't really care that much. Um, it's yeah, interesting, heard. but I don't need 30 minutes of it. There's a lot of people
2: that are into Some that, Some of though. the best deleted scenes I've ever seen on DVDs are The Office. They have the best deleted scenes. Like the comedy comedy comedy. deleted scenes They're better. just as funny as the episodes. Some of them I wish they would have put in the normal episodes because they're hilarious.
0: I think deleted scenes are better in
2: comedies oh, yeah. in general. Yeah, I absolutely. don't really watch
0: dramatic deleted scenes. I think scenes.
2: every single DVD should have a gag reel. There's no excuse not yeah. to have a gag reel. There has to be gag, you know, stuff that could be put on that. Right. I love those. Every DVD needs that. I agree. That's like an easy thing you can add that for some reason they've went away from in the last few years. They used to I have know. it on every movie that would come out, you'd have yeah. the gag reel. I know. But now I know. it's rare, and
1: I love gag reels. They're hilarious. Uh, <laughs> speaking of The Office I do the Shield, all the time. <laughs> uh, DVDs fall right in line with The Office as far as commentaries go, and that they tend to involve. Quite a number of the cast, which always makes a commentary better when you have the cast, and not only just except one on the cast Sopranos. member, except on the Sopranos, because much they
0: just... just have one cast member.
1: Yeah, um, it's they're great commentaries. I mean, if you're if you're into listening commentaries, they're entertaining, uh, and they they tend to joke around, um, and they're worth your time if you're into that. I didn't I don't <laughs> listen to all of them, but uh, one or two is not bad. Uh, you can tell that they really get along off the air or on set as well as they do. Uh, as well as as good a chemistry as they do on the show. Um, For me, I thought the season was great. I agree with both of you in that every season, the shield gets better. Um, And it's another reason why for me, this is maybe the best show on television. Ah,
2: but I did forget to mention that since this was coming out after our previous talk of episode one of season seven, I'm worried. I thought it was flat. You thought what, season six was flat? Season seven, first episode. I Good point. it was not what I it, it just fell flat for me for some reason. Fair enough.
1: Well, for but more in-depth you, analysis. You can hear more of that
2: on the break room that you should have already heard. Check out the break room.
1: Uh so I have to say uh flaming thumbs up for me on season seven. Absolutely. Season six. Season six. Sorry. God,
0: can't really rate that one yet.
1: Getting confused. The break room. Okay, well, our last uh, featurette, or feature, review, is of Avatar Book 3, Volume 4, and we don't have an intro for that. that Didn't that feature... And no one's one's watched it it (laughs) And no one has watched it So what do you think of it, Mark? Well, (laughs) let me just lay this out real quick. Basically, Avatar, I think we've reviewed once before. It's about... It's an anime. It's an American anime. Uh, on no, Nickelodeon. Uh, Shadow Nickelodeon. It's by American animators, but they made it in an anime style influenced by uh, the East. Oh, that's not cool. Uh, it's about a little kid named Aang who is um, a Buddha-like character or someone who is basically reincarnated every generation, and his whole job is to keep the peace. There are four nations, water, air, earth, and fire, and every nation has its own power based on that. Uh, Aang is a, is an airbender, but he, he because he's the Avatar, he has to learn all of them. And the arc of the series has been to bring down the Fire Lord, who is trying to take over the world. No! Uh, this volume came out um, very quickly, sort of. Meaning that <laughs> wow. after Volume 3, and after those episodes aired... That doesn't make sense. There was a <laughs> tremendous break, um, because of the Rider Strike, and because of um, a number of other things... <laughs> But Nickelodeon kept delaying the episodes, and then in two nights, or maybe one night, they aired all the remaining episodes, which was like five or six, back to back to back with very little warning, and then they put out the DVD the next week. It was a very bad plan, very bad handling uh, for a series which has lent a lot of credibility to Nickelodeon. That being said, it was everything I could have asked for in wrapping up the series, it was, without yeah. a doubt, my favorite um, animated series to date. Uh, it's very. A lot of people will look at it and think automatically it's for kids, but it's not. It's very adult, and yeah, I am a nerd. Highly recommend this season, and especially this last volume, to anyone. Um, oh not I'm a dork. Like the wire, all of the the stories are tied up. Um, you know, in in a good way, and for you know, you expect this because this kids do watch this. It is tied up nicely. And things end well, put it that way. Uh, but it gets, it goes to dark places. It goes to very adult places.
2: They leave plenty of room for
1: merchandising, and <laughs> of course, naturally, they're all black, gay, and sex comedians. And it still leaves the I door open. That. Does it really make sense? I doubt that. <laughs> the Asian series. Uh, it leaves the. It doesn't leave the door open for sequels. But there's been somewhere that we will get uh, other stories of this world. Uh, a very good season, the, the final battle why they ended do you: know?
2: I'm sorry, do you know why they ended the series?
1: Uh, they'd always planned from the beginning to only have three books or three seasons of wow. the series, and they ended it on their own terms, which I wholly respect. They told the series or the story they wanted to, um, with a few bumps along the road. Uh, but past I, that, a very complete series, very good. I, and I give this show and this I, season, and especially this last volume. A flaming thumbs up. A fire thumbs up. Uh, special features, not much. Um, one featurette, if I remember right, it's been a while since I've watched it. Uh, a couple of commentaries from the creators, oh, wow. um, usual for the series. So I'll give it a thumbs up. I don't really expect much in the way of kids, typically kids' series DVDs. So did thumbs they up include them. all
2: the episodes from the season?
1: Surprisingly <laughs> enough, That's they good. did. That's good for them to do they that. They did. So yeah. The only reason that was cool if, is if you're a nerd. But uh, expect book three to be coming out soon, the complete season, uh, which I won't be reviewing on Thumbs of Fury because... You might. Ladies and gentlemen, maybe in the segment Thumbs of Fury, but not on the show Thumbs of Fury because this is the last episode and so we have to uh, say a fond farewell and so I don't really expect you to give us a call. But if you would like to... uh, Call us and leave a comment about our last episode. Feel free. Call the break room go. at 214-329-9827. Don't be a douchebag. Leave a message. That's 214-329-9827. All right. Well, we will see you on the break room in the future. Uh, thanks for your attention. Thanks for the downloads. We love Once. you. Let's give a quick explanation
2: why we're turning this off. The break room... Basically the studios have moved within two hours of within where a we live distance, right. So we're gonna go back to recording the break room once a week instead of every other week like we've been doing.
1: And to pull the yeah, pull the curve back, we have been doing that every other week, so that's why we alternated weeks. Uh, that's why we it was easier to do a Thumbs of
2: Fury and then a break room instead of trying to do two full break rooms. Right.
1: Right, exactly. Thumbs of Fury
2: takes a little less effort. A lot so, less effort. <laughs> so instead of keeping it as its own separate show, we'll just incorporate it into the newly renewed weekly break rooms. It may not Plus be every Drop week.
0: all our uh, f bombs and everything we want yeah. to break. And room. it was yeah. real.
2: We had to go back and do a lot of editing. It yes. was like we would record the show in about forty minutes, and then we had to spend six hours editing out all the curse words <laughs> that I said.
1: Yeah, You weren't the only one. We all did it at some point. It yeah. was mostly me. We not had me. to do a lot of editing, and so not me. Uh, we uh, we do thank you for your time, your ears. And all we, those so we, we, associated thumbs up, we uh, especially we, so we, we love the comments from The Head, I think his name was, our favorite uh, film commenter. Keep listening to The Break there. Room. We'll, review. We'll, we'll have reviews. Uh, if you are not listening to this on the feed, uh, go to breakroom.org. There are links there to our RSS feeds, our iTunes feeds. Just download the MP3s directly, but that's where you'll find The Break Room every week. Break room. Breakroom. Breakroom.org.
2: Our downloads have been really good lately, so if they drop off when we end this, we might
1: have to bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's everyone, a good point. They don't <laughs> yeah. know where our true source of power was. Good point. Good point. But uh, 17 episodes of greatness. Uh, we love you. Uh, 16. We love ourselves and we love you.
0: I'd say 16 great episodes. What was the one bad one? I don't know. The first one? Yeah, probably.
1: All right. Fair enough. Well, we won't catch you guys next week on Thumbs of Fury, but we will catch you on the break room.
0: Y'all like it better anyway. <laughs> I real farm.